As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Kappa, formerly of Cultivating the Lovely, and on this podcast, we focus on wellness, beauty, style, planning, and life. I feature both a fun mix of guests who I've invited, as well as some hopefully helpful and humorous solo shows centered on things I've learned in my own life. And today, you guys, I have a guest I've been wanting to get on the show for quite a while. She is a hoot on Instagram, she's a savvy business lady, and she's really good at building community. It is the one and only Jamie Nato. We talk about so many fun things in this episode. I mean, we really hit the gamut of stuff. Everything from Nerf Wars in her neighborhood to parenting teens well to figuring out things about your own personal wellness and how to heal your body and be an advocate for your own health. It was such a fun discussion and I cannot wait for you to listen to it. But before we get there, I just have a couple of things that I want to ask you about, okay? First of all, if you haven't gone over, checked out Patreon, get a little bit of extra content every week, you're going to want to do it because it's just such a fun community. I mean, talk about amazing ladies who are so much fun. We have lives, we have all kinds of stuff. Just just go to patreon.com slash anyway. Check it out. You're not going to be sorry. But also, you guys, the one big thing that I want to ask you about this week is... Have you headed over and found me on YouTube yet? That's right. My YouTube channel is live. I am putting out new videos every single week. This week, I released one all about my bedroom and how I've been decorating it and figuring out my style and all of that. I really hope that you like these episodes and I would love for you to head over there, subscribe to my YouTube channel, check them out, tell your friends about them, share them on social. It would just mean so much to me. And I would love to hear your feedback. What do you want to see over there? What would be helpful to you? Let me know because I think it's going to be a really fun new platform for me to be able to deliver content to you guys, the stuff that you are actually looking for. One last quick little thing before we start this episode is I do want to forewarn you that we did have a little bit of connectivity issues and so for about the last half of the show, there are some spots where Jamie kind of cuts out. But I think she's dynamic enough and talking about things enough in the broad scope of everything that's happening in the conversation that you will be able to piece together what she is saying. I am so sorry for those gaps, but I think you'll be able to follow along. Kiel did her very best to be able to clean it up, but sometimes technology just doesn't work for us. So I hope even with that, you really enjoy this episode. But without further ado, let's dive into this super fun episode with the one and only Jamie Nato. Welcome, Jamie. Hello. I am so excited to have you on. You've been one of those guests that a lot of my listeners have asked for, and I have just wanted to have you on from following you on Insta Stories. You are one of my favorites. You're always like at the very top of the list. I <laughs> make sure I don't miss anything. And that it's kind of funny because the way I actually originally found you was from Trash Crafts. Yes. I had a friend who had reposted something you said. I was like, this is my girl. (laughs) I mean, it's just, it's hard. It's hard to throw away crafts with the Lord's face on it. (laughs) And so I feel it's like, particularly my kids go to Catholic school. So there's like all these saints and stuff. And I'm like, literally like, I'm so sorry, St. Augustine. I have to actually let you go. You did not make the cut. 
Sorry. But yeah. Yeah. It was I can't do it. It was fabulous. And I knew then we were, you know, kindred spirits. So <laughs> I followed ever since. It's a struggle. It's a yeah. struggle. Like we want to keep all of our kids crap and it's like my house would be a dumpster, you know? When you have four kids, I have four kids too. And it's like, you know, there's just no room for that. We got to be reasonable. Or like the weight. I'm like, this pottery weighs like (laughs) 4,000 pounds. Like you, I'm so proud of you. However, (laughs) this could be, this could kill someone if it falls (laughs) off the mantle. So (laughs) it's more for safety. It's more for safety is what I tell them. Just, yes, that's a good, good plan of action. I I appreciate that very much. So for anyone who doesn't, yes, yes. Many things, many things to follow Jamie. But for anyone who doesn't know who you are, will you introduce yourself? Sure. I am a mom of four kiddos, been married for 13 years. Um, I run several businesses. I, I just call myself a serial entrepreneur and I do a lot in the social media space, but I just, it's like one of those, I'm one of those people that's a multi-passionate person and give me a week and I'll change my next new like <laughs> life passion. Yeah. But it all surround, you know, it kind of all surrounds like getting through the day. How are we going to laugh mm-hmm. through this day? Yeah. How are we, how are we going to make each other better? How are we going to, you know, like spur each other on to good, good things and good thoughts. So for me, it's just, it keeps me busy. It keeps me sane. And I just love connecting with people, you know, all day long. Yeah. It's the most fun thing, I think. Like, I love that about my job, too, is getting to connect with people. And that laughter component is so huge. I mean, I've been through some stuff in the past mm-hmm. three years. And if it weren't for humor and laughter, I, I wouldn't have made it. Like, it's just so key to keep those things in your life. Well, and you have a lot on the internet right now. It's just, it's a lot and there's opinions, it's election season and it's heavy. I mean, it's 2020, it's already a dumpster fire. And then you, you throw in just, I feel like we've either got to laugh and Mm -hmm. find the good or, or it's really depressing out there. And I'd rather be building people up than, than finding ways that we can tear each other apart. I just don't want to be a part of it. Yeah, I totally agree. And you're doing such a good job of that because I know I felt like, especially back in June, and you did such a good job of handling all of those conversations and being really forthright with them. And I just really admired how you took on everything that was happening at that time. And do you want to say something? <laughs> well, I just, it's, you know, it's tricky out there. It's really it tricky out there. And so it if is. you can find a way to bring some compassion and some humanity into any, any opinion, I think you can yes. have, a, I think you can have bold opinions. I think you yes. can talk about hard stuff, but can we humanize it? Is there a story yeah. around it? Is there some listening and empathy involved? Can we laugh about some of this craziness? You know, yes. I mean, it's, Exactly. It's tender, but can we find a way to like actually add some humanity back in behind the screen? Yes. And I loved and really appreciated the way that you did that and the way, not coming out of that, because that's definitely still a continuous discussion that we're going to have to right. keep having in our country for a long time. But to be able to still add in the funny and the humorous and the goofy things, I think is like you were saying, so important in our culture right now that we still are able to laugh and be lighthearted about something. Like it doesn't have to be, like I've said this even about my divorce and all of that. It doesn't have to be depressing every minute of the day or you're not going to survive it. Like my divorce went on for two and a half years. <laughs> like, oh. If I just like lived in that, I wouldn't have made it. But you got to deal with those things when you need to deal with them and then pick back up and have fun in the day to day and be able to enjoy things and have fun with your kids. And, you know, there's something to that. Totally. I'm with you. Yeah. And one of the things that I think has been hilarious (laughs) to watch and I almost participated in and I didn't, 
people can make their own assumptions about it, but is jumble. <laughs> well, lucky for you, I still have not figured out how to have everyone come to my backyard. I like, I, I, but I we should explain. I'm... So jumble is Jamie's fumble, Jamie's online dating <laughs> service <laughs> that I accidentally started Yes, with a Google form. And will it go anywhere, guys? No, but was it fun to fill out the Google form? Yes, because the questions are funny. And but they tell you, they tell you enough. Um, yeah. My hope is it's just I get a lot of we talked about bad dates basically, and people yes. were sending in their horror stories yes. of bad dates. And I thought, guys, there has there has got to be a better way than this whatever's out here yeah and so I was like you know I have such a niche like audience what if we made our niche like audience a dating (laughs) service that I still don't know how to I'm the ideas person which is why I'm multi-passionate person but like I'm an ideas person and as far as like implementation I don't know what I want to do is say everyone come to my backyard obviously only 10 of you (laughs) even though there's like (laughs) 175 people filled out the Google form, but, um, I would just, what I want to do is have everyone just come to my backyard and say like, Hey, here's the base. Like we are all believers. We all are good people. We're not going to be cringy. We, you know, like what are the common grounds? And we're just going to laugh a lot and be so awkward together that maybe I will get to, be someone's like maybe I could marry people in my backyard (laughs) you are are Yenta (laughs) (laughs) well I was just cracking up and I almost filled out the form but then I didn't need to but that's a whole nother thing but um I had some some tips I thought maybe you could share with people and I actually put this on one of my online dating profiles at one point because I was just so fed up and annoyed um this may also give you an indication of why I didn't get very many dates, but oh my gosh, I love it. I got so sick of these certain things that men would do on their profiles that tell me everything. I, I'm, I'm like, out of this world. I'm out of this world. Yes. So I don't know. You have to tell me. Yeah. So I literally put this in my profile. Like, do not bother contacting me if any of the following things apply to you. And it was like, do not post a photo in which you have clearly cut your ex out of it. Like if her oh. hair is across your face, no. like, do not post a photo with your ex cropped out. That is just not okay. Never. Yeah. Don't shoot a photo at an upward angle going up your nose. Like we are in of the selfie. You should be able to figure out at this point how to take a decent picture of yourself with your phone. Like this is very, Please, yes. Yeah. Please do not post a photo with drugs, alcohol, or wildlife you have killed. Like <laughs> any of these things automatically eliminate you from the running and if you do contact me and the first thing that you write is honey or hot stuff or sexy or anything what people are doing that oh yeah like you I will not respond to you like if and if you have not gotten this far in this profile to know that that is not acceptable then or that that you would even do that from the beginning anyway hey hey sugar buns hey sugar buns let's I mean what are we doing yeah and I even told a guy like I am not interested because you have done this thing and he like harassed me he's like you won't even give a person a chance like what is wrong with you I was like see this isn't this isn't actually helping your right no this solidifies my decision (laughs) like you need to be blocked immediately so there's just you know some basic pointers I mean I feel like that is very bottom of the barrel like that's like not even asking anything that's (laughs) what I'm saying like you guys this poor dating world like the bottom of the barrel you know and one guy on there gave me crap in my direct messages and said Hey, maybe you'd get more guys if if you didn't have them ask so many questions. And I said, it's 10 questions. Yeah. Like what? And they're like, five of them are funny. They don't actually mean anything. It's just a time for you to show your personality. Yeah. Um, And he's like, why don't you go ahead and ask your husband what he thinks? And I was like, son, I am going to have to cut you through the internet. Don't tell me to go ask my husband. Also, 
I was like, Nato, this guy's out of control. What do you think? And he's like, I don't, you know, if he can't answer 10 questions, he's not ready to get married. I'm like, right. boom, sir. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's hilarious. Well, I have very much enjoyed the whole jumble thing. I looked at the form. I looked real closely and I was like, I don't, I'm not going to do that right now. But um, I, I think it was, yeah, very well done. Ladies, do you know what I did this weekend that I'm feeling super happy about? I planned all of my meals for the entire month of October, and it was simple and it was easy thanks to Plan to Eat. You guys know I've been using this service for six years because I'm just so in love with it, and it works so well for my life and my family. I have all my recipes in there, and once you get all your recipes in there, it makes it so easy. And to do that, they have this really great little web clipper tool so you can take all your recipes from around the web and get them in the program really simply, and then you just drag and drop them onto your calendar. Also, I find that right now while it's transitioning the seasons and I'm trying to get my brain back in that space of, well, what do we eat in the fall? Like, what are those other kinds of recipes that I usually make this time of year? It's so easy for me to go look back at our old recipes and get fresh new ideas of, oh yeah, we haven't had that thing in six months. I'm going to put that on our meal plan. I love it. And then also because I've got this whole like month planned out, I made it into a menu so I can just repeat it in November and I don't have to use any brain power whatsoever. That is just how well thought out plan to eat is. They even have an amazing app that you can do your planning in. It has your shopping list. So you've always got your shopping list with you because you know you're never leaving the house without your phone. I love knowing that I'm never going to forget that little piece of paper that I used to scribble things on. It's all just right in my phone. It simplifies my life so much and saves my sanity. And you can try it for 60 days for completely free. You don't even have to put in a credit card. It's normally a subscription service where you'd pay $39 a year or $4.95 a month, but you can try it for two months completely free. So ladies, hop over to plantoeat.com slash lovely, get your two months free, give it a try, save your sanity this fall. We've got enough other stuff to be worrying about. Simplify this part of your life and go into dinner every day knowing exactly what you're going to eat. Your sanity is worth it. plantoeat.com slash lovely. You're so good, though, at, like, bringing people together. And one of the things that I have noticed from your Instagram is you seem to have a very tight-knit neighborhood. Like, is that an accurate assessment? Yeah, I mean, I would say about that is it takes a long time for that kind of community. What you're seeing now, it takes years to build. So I think sometimes people think, oh, I can't do that. That's not possible. Or why is my, why is my neighborhood not like that? And just remember that good things take time and relationships take time. And so you're just probably seeing some of the fruit that we, you know, either came into or have built on purpose. Yeah. But when we moved in, one of the like selling points literally to the house is like, Hey, your street has had a dinner club for 20 two years wow. and they alternate and it goes by the last name. You alternate every quarterly basically, and you go eat dinner at each other's house. And that's just how it is in this neighborhood. Now you can opt out, but you just need to know that they, they enjoy getting to know each other. And it has been the most hilarious. Like I would never, you wouldn't probably particularly go and knock on your 70 year old neighbor's door and say like, would you like to be my friend? Yeah. But these dinner clubs give you an opportunity to be friends with people you would normally be, or just learn more about them. And yeah. how did they get to the neighborhood? And I mean, it's been incredible. I, I learned our next door neighbors were married by an arranged marriage. Wow. Literally. Can you handle that? Oh my goodness. And I'm watching Indian matchmaking right now. So. It is, yes. And that they are an Indian family. And, um, I was just, I learned that at our like second dinner party. I think people are so amazing and so interesting. And so having these kind of like, they're formal, more formal because it's structured and all that. And there's like rules to it. You use like 
China and all that. Well, I don't have China, so I was like, here is my one plate <laughs> from Pottery Barn, ni- tw- 2006. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's my white plates that I've had, and yeah. you're going to deal with it. Yeah. I also don't have 14 forks, so here we are, people, living that country life. But, yeah. but it's been it. really fun. So just that some of the systems were already built in when we got here, and then some of them just, you know, come from – having kids the same age, playing in your front yard. Hey, what are you doing tonight? We started, it would be like we were all home on Friday nights and um, the kids are running around. You know, everyone's having babies and they're little, so it's hard to go out on the weekend. But we're all in our driveways. We decided freezer Fridays were what we were going to do, and we pulled stuff out of our freezer and leftovers, set it all out on a big table, and just let the kids, like, you know, dominate it. And there's no pressure. It's like, we're just hanging out. This is how you live life together. And things have changed since COVID, but we've just pivoted. Now it's like wine night in the driveway. We social distance with our, we bring our own lawn chairs and our own wine. And um, there's just things you can do. Like I'm on a real bender right now about COVID and the internet has taught us to hide behind our screens and it's really dehumanized us. So I think the answer is not, all right, let's really lean into more social media and more Zoom calls and more like Mm -hmm. internet. I think we should be leaning into our community needs us to show up more now than ever. Yeah. And finding ways to initiate, you you have to put yourself out there. And I think people want community, but then they're like, but I'm not going to ask my neighbors to come in the driveway. And I'm like, well, you don't get it because you don't ask for it. You know, I mean, like, Like everyone feels the same way as you do. Everybody's waiting for the invitation, but nobody wants to be the one to actually ask. And so if you don't, somebody doesn't take that step, then it's never going to happen. Right. You got to put yourself out there, risk a little bit of rejection. But I guarantee you, if you're texting eight people, I mean that you have to, you have to have their phone numbers to do that. So that means how do you do that? Well, you're playing in your front yard and you're actually looking up from your phone and you're saying hi to your neighbors. And we are super intentional about that. I mean, we, we don't, we're not on our phones outside. If we're with neighbors, we're with our neighbors or we're meeting new ones. Or I, I think we've just lost our way a little bit in this area and, and you could really have a great community. It's right in front of your face, but we choose to be behind screens and I, I just don't think it's working for us right now. Yeah. I was so grateful because there were just a little, like small handful of families who we are super close with and had been seeing every day up until the quarantine. So it was like, well, if we got some, you got right. some. Like we've been right. together and, you know, we took some time more distantly, but then especially over the summer, like truly came back together. And it was like, well, this, these are our people and we're going to press into this. And between, you know, like four families, we have some insane number of children, like 25 kids. Right. And so these, and they range in all the ages, like everybody has somebody at their age, at least one person. And I was so grateful for my kids for that because as much as we have lost community and not seeing people, I think sometimes we forget that our kids have lost that too. Like my kids are still virtual schooling, you know? I mean, they are still not getting to be around their peers. And so I was so thankful of a summer being able to press into, you're still going to feel like you're in a group of people (laughs) because that doesn't really happen anymore. Yeah. And you have to do what you're comfortable with. And there's so many factors. So it, yeah, you know, I just depoliticize it. Like, can you find people who believe the same way that you do and take the same precautions as you do? Yeah. And, and that's who you're quarantining with, you know, exactly. And you're all super honest with each other. Have you gone to this, a large gathering? Have you, our group our quarantine group, we're just super honest. Like, yeah, you better tell everybody if you have any kind of fever, you better tell anyone if you've been to any, you know, large, big group gatherings where you're really close together or anything like that, you know, just honesty is a big deal. And we don't have super elderly people that we're visiting. And I think that would, that would change things too, but we don't have that. So it's, it's up to you, but I would say find a way to, maybe you can't do it with your kids because you, your kids can't 
not hug their friends or whatever, but maybe you can just initiate it with adults who can, who have the maturity to sit in their driveway six feet (sighs) apart and not, you know, I mean, it's like, yeah, just don't throw it all out is what I'm saying. Yeah. Still find ways, find ways around it because I think that it's going to be such, I mean, I think we're seeing mental health you know, suffering from it already. But I think we we have to still make this a thing for our kids that they are aware of community and we are, they see us still pressing into it in whatever way that is that we choose to do that because it's going to help all of our mental health in the long run, which is incredibly important. So much. Yeah. And now did you guys have some sort of Nerf war? Am I accurate about that? Oh my gosh. So our it was like the lake was our quarantine we no one went anywhere um I mean we I stopped basically like I didn't even go to the grocery store for a long time it was like shipped shoppers or you know I mean I wasn't even going but so we were all just stuck basically at the lake but you're outside all the time and we knew all the other families so yes we had an adult child nerf war that lasted three days oh my goodness it was so intense. I, there were, I mean, it was like hostage situations. There were like bargaining. There was, it was like, you know, people teaming up from other team, making alliances. Then the alliance betrayed the, you know, it was just a hilarious thing, but it kept our kids super engaged. Yeah. And, and I would say like for a teenager, Lane doesn't have a lot of apps anyway. He doesn't get like any apps and so but they still like to be on their phone they like to be texting they like to be stuck on their phones at all moments and I would say I mean the kid was hardly on technology he played no video games he was just playing with his quarantine friends all week long and so it was a blessing and I know that's not everyone can't do that but there are ways to initiate like if you do have a quarantine bubble or people that you trust, like a three day nerf war is hysterical, especially when parents get involved. Like your teenagers still want to play with mom and dad. It's weird. Like you think they're so cool. And, but finding a way to engage your teenager is, was the best part of the whole thing for me. Yeah. I have a 14 year old too. And it's, when I get him, like we danced together and filmed it the other night. Like it's just any so sort cute. of silly thing that he he actually does want to do with me. And so it's so fun to do those kinds of things. I was like, I just need like the Nerf War neighborhood instruction manual from Jamie so that I can get this started in my neighborhood because I think it would be so much fun. Someone else made the rules, but I need to send it to you. The yes. whoever was running it had like a spreadsheet with points oh on goodness. it. It is, it's intense, but I, I need it it. it is like the memory of the summer. Yes. And just like hearing little snippets, it was just like, wait, what is going on? I really feel like we need this in our life because it would be so much fun. And I could see just how engaging it would be and getting to know people and all of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, you know, I didn't know some of the other parents very well, um, aside from, you know, texting, group texting and like, oh. Lane's over here. He just walked through our living room, you know, Lane's back on his boat. He's coming home. You know, like there's so many eyes out there, but I, you know, when you're teaming up with someone or teaming up with their teenager and you're spending all this time, I mean, we made, I would say it was a turning point for just kind of digging into our community there and getting to know the other adults. So I love it. That's so much fun. Yes. Send me the spreadsheet. I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait to read it. Ladies, temperature is personal. Everyone's ideas of what is comfortable are unique. Do you have a situation where you don't feel comfortable because of the temperature? I know for me, it's when I'm in my studio, like right now. 
this little space gets rather, rather toasty. Especially it was through the summer, I really start to cook in here. But then when I'm in public places, I often have the opposite problem. I'm usually too cold because they over air condition for my personal comfort level. In fact, most public places heat or cool spaces aiming for temperature that is comfortable for only 80% of the population, leaving many people thermally underserved. And not feeling thermally comfortable can contribute to lost productivity, increased stress levels, and can be mentally exhausting. Ember Wave is there when you need relief the most. It's this great little bracelet that you wear on the inside of your wrist, and all you do is press to activate Ember Wave to create a cool or warm sensation on your wrist. This sensation works with your body and mind to make you feel more comfortable in a matter of minutes. It's based on the science of how your mind and body respond to temperature sensations. I love mine. I use it all the time when I'm sitting in my studio just to help me to feel like I have cooled down, and it truly has provided comfort to me in unpredictable times, especially when I'm experiencing a a lot of stress. It helps me to kind of amp down from that and it can also support my sleep which I really love because I like to be cooler when I'm sleeping. Ember Wave even has a special fall asleep mode that can help you maintain a comfortable temperature as you drift off to sleep. You could use Ember Wave in an air-conditioned office, restaurant, airplane, after a workout, mall, in the car. It's really limitless how you could put this thing to use. Ember Wave was featured on Good Morning America and was named one of Time Magazine's best inventions of 2018. It's also been reviewed by a number of leading technical publications like Wired, Fast Company, and CNBC. It was invented by three MIT scientists and won the pitch for AARP's Innovation and Aging Award live on Good Morning America. Right now, Emberwave is offering my listeners $50 off when you go to emberwave.com slash livewell. That's emberwave.com slash livewell for $50 off. This would make a great Christmas present. So go there today and grab one before this deal ends. Okay, but the reason that I really wanted you to have on the show, I mean, all of this has been great and I'm sure everyone's enjoying it, but you have had like a major journey with wellness over, I don't even know how long. And I know Young Living, I'm sure has played a big part in that, but I know you also took the Everly Well test for food Mm -hmm. sensitivities. And I would love to just kind of hear your story, your journey of what made you realize you needed to change some things, kind of what that looks like for you. Obviously, it's personal to every person. Everybody's body is different, but I would love to hear about your journey with that. I mean, I just, I've had, I would say autoimmune issues, although I didn't have a word for that when Mm -hmm. all of this started happening. But I mean, it started uh, a while ago, I went to Haiti and, and you, when you go, you have to get a bunch of shots and take like anti-malarial. I think I just overloaded, my body does not know what to do with all that. Mm -hmm. And I could not recover from that season in my life. Like just, I'd never felt the extreme exhaustion and just in my bones, like really weird, really weird symptoms. Like I had like um, very painful acne on my neck, like nowhere else, just on my neck. Weird. Um, I was never energized. I mean, there was literally nothing hair loss. I mean, just things consistent with thyroid issues. Mm -hmm. But what was interesting is like, I went to the doctor, I explained this stuff and she basically was like, Oh, you know, it's probably just a mono flare up. Like, have you ever had mono? I said, yeah, I did a lot a while ago. And, um, she's like, Oh, it just, you know, it's just coming back. Um, And then she did a test for my thyroid and was like, everything checks out great. You are in perfect health. And I was like, no, I'm not. "Um, I'm actually stuck in my bed a lot of the days. So once I figured that out, like, you know, a normal route is not going to be, is not going to work for me. I just learned, and I hope this encourages people, like no one's actually going to be the advocate for you. Like no Mm -hmm. one cares about your health as much as you do. Yeah. And, and most people just don't frankly care. Like if you want to get healthy, you've got to really, um, you got to really want to do this and go on this journey. And that's going to mean learning how to do your blood work, finding a naturopath maybe. Yeah. 
and people say, how do I find a naturopath? I'm like, go ask Facebook. It's such a wealth of knowledge. That is yeah. one thing Facebook is good for. Yes. Crowdsourcing. Yeah. You know, exactly. go, your chiropractor, go find a chiropractor. A chiropractor will usually know a naturopath. Yeah. Um, then, you know, finding companies that do blood work, Everlywell, Pinterest does a food sensitivity one. And I took many just to see, like, are they consistent? Are they? Mm-hmm. And once I got that, you know, I did kind of an elimination diet. It's, if you want to get better, it takes kind of extreme measures. And I think most people say they want to get better, mm-hmm. but end of the day, they don't want to change anything. They'd probably rather take a pill or yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah. for me, I was like, I have to figure out the root cause of this. I don't want to be on pills for the rest of my life and no one's giving me answers. So it just set off this journey of learning what foods work best for my body. And I'll tell you what, my husband could eat food off of a toilet and then I can be fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, I can't eat tomatoes, peppers, <laughs> like yeah. no, nothing with skin and seeds. You know, I mean, meanwhile, my body is like, that's so cute. Good try for good try on eating that salsa. Like, yeah. So you just need to know, like if anyone is prescribing a diet plan or a way of life that it's the only way, it's just not, that's not good advice. Just Mm -hmm. know that like you will have to do the work to figure out your own body. And for me, cutting out nightshades, cutting out lectins, was literally the most healing thing for my gut. And, and I even strayed off of it from during quarantine and gained about seven pounds, but you know, here we are. And (laughs) you know, everyone's trying to cope through quarantine. Everyone was doing a little coping. So it's a journey. And I think like, if I could just say anything to someone who's like, I don't even know where to start. It's like, just, start somewhere like yeah. research your symptoms and add in the word gut when you do that on Google, yeah. you know, like research your symptoms and add in the word food sensitivities and just start simple. Start with your gut. I think your gut is connected to your emotions. I think your gut is connected to your immune system. And that's, if I could encourage people, it would be, Hey, check out what the things that you're putting in your mouth, even even things that seem really healthy, mm-hmm. like peanuts or um, tomatoes or you know things that chia seeds that we all think, oh, these are so healthy. Well, I can't do seeds; it sends me to the ER. So yeah. it's like I'm glad that's worked for you. I'm glad you get so much fiber. Meanwhile, I'm like in the hospital, and they're yeah. telling me you have to. We're going to remove a part of your intestine that was a real low point for me yeah. so I'm like that people are like oh I don't know how you can change your diet so rapidly I'm like well if you if you were faced with the decisions I was you mm-hmm. would perhaps consider what you put in your mouth yeah be willing to make it's some changes pretty simple but yeah well it's I I think it's so important like I love what you said because a lot of mainstream medicine, it's more about treating the symptoms than the cause. And they're, they're not willing to take the time. Perhaps they don't have the time. Perhaps they don't even have the training to know what to look for, to get back to those root things that could be causing what you're dealing with. And I think you're exactly right. We have to do the work to either find a practitioner who knows those things and is willing to take the time to figure them out and, or we need to do our own research as well. And I think that a lot of times, the more you put into your own research, the more you're going to want to follow through because now you've seen the reasoning behind it and you've, you know, invested the time and all of that, that it feels like a waste if you then don't follow through with trying right. to make the changes. It's an Right. And just, it's like anything. It's like marriage. It's like kids. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a new way of living, a new lifestyle choice. The, the more you lean in there, the more fruit you get to see. And so yeah. like, if I spend my time working on 
flourishing my health. And that's what I'm putting into my mind. And that's what I'm putting into my mouth. And that's what I'm putting, you know, mm-hmm. you, well, you're going to see some good fruit because you're all in there. Right. And, and I think about that with my kids, like even the nerf war thing, like I don't, I'm not particularly like super competitive and I literally don't want to hold a nerf gun. Like yeah. this does not sound fun, but I'm investing in my teenager and I'm spending time with him and I'm all in there. Right. So I'm going to learn what he loves, mm-hmm. you know? And so you see that relationship grow because the time I put in, Yeah, you yeah. know, it's, it's a principle and it's like marriage. If you're both working so hard on growing your affections for each other and, and working on loving each other and working on like thinking the best about them and you know reading the marriage books or podcasts or whatever and you're just you're gonna see fruit if you're both all in there and obviously there are many circumstances I almost got a divorce too so guys there's my asterisk like (laughs) I understand when it doesn't work and can't work but yeah you know it's I think abuse is like a whole different thing in the a whole different thing we don't we don't know about that yeah right yeah don't put that but yeah, if you're putting in that effort and both people are, I think with a marriage, that's, you know, right. Fairly key in the long run. But I, I completely agree with what you're saying. I loved even, I don't even know. It was fairly recently you were talking on Instagram. Somebody reached out to you and said like, I don't have a big network of friends and I don't have a lot of time. How can I grow my business? And you were like, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> like, you like, need more friends and more time. <laughs> I love, you know, when people want to start a business, they're like, I'm so, I am so excited to start this business and, um, really excited about it, passionate about it. Um, and I'm only, I'm going to put in about one hour per week on it. And I actually am not going to expand my network or talk to people. I'm, I'm an introvert, so I can't. And, um, I just had a baby and I don't want to ever get a babysitter. And I'm like, listen, like, that is so good. I don't think it's your season. Yeah, I just don't think it's your season. If you, there's got to be a give and take somewhere. I'm not saying you have to get a babysitter, you have to get a nanny, but you've got to. There's got to be some focused time and some sacrifices. And mm-hmm. you yeah. know, if you want to grow a business, it's in sales. It's all about people. Yeah, and I mean, in any business it takes time. Like the amount of TV that I have watched over the past six months, I mean, not to mention that there's literally nothing left, but you know, other than that fact, there has not been room for that in my life because I am trying to be present with my kids and run my business and grow my business and all of those things. It takes sacrifices and you have to be willing to to say that not everybody is and you kind of have to know that yeah it's a time it's like you know what I I can't do any of that but I did spend six hours on Facebook arguing (laughs) with my aunt Susie about politics and I don't understand why I'm not selling my product I'm like yeah okay so that six hours that you spent on social media this week or today could have been spent you know networking putting yourself out there, um, adding value to people, you know, writing. It's like that I was listening to the guy who wrote, um, it's called the war of art. And he was like, you need to know that anytime you sit down to do a big goal or what you're made to do, you're sitting down to do something big. You're going to immediately encounter resistance. Mm-hmm. Like you are going to sit down and you are about, cause you're about to work. You're going to get four text messages, right? Like um, that's what I do. When I start to work, my kids are like, I accidentally pooped my pants. I'm like, <laughs> but you know, if you can come to terms with resistance doesn't equal, or you're a bad person or you're lazy or this isn't for you, if you can come to terms with resistance as it's a buddy every day, you know, along with fear, but to get stuff going, if you can, if you can come to terms with resistance is going to be there and it is not meaning that you're going to be bad at this or it's not for you. Yeah. You know, you'll go pretty far. Yeah. Yeah. If you decide to just keep pushing through it and there are times when it is 
harder than others, for sure. I mean, my kids are virtual schooling right now. Kindergarten never worked yesterday. <laughs> no. no. One time. Like, we couldn't get into the call, and, you know, and I had a business meeting, and I had all these uh. stuff booked, you know, and I was like, okay, well we're going to have to shift gears. Like, guess what, Ellie, you get PE and we're taking the dog for a walk. And then we're going to, you know, like you just, you have to keep adapting in order to make it work if you want it bad enough. Well, and that's the sign of a good business person is, you know, you have a vision, you have a goal and, and you read the room. I mean, you know, are your kids melting down and whatever you don't Mm -hmm. say like, everyone's melting down. I still am going to jump on this call. Like we're all humans and we pivot, but that means that later when I was going to maybe watch a show or, you know, do something leisurely, it means I'm giving that up because my vision and my goal and my dream is bigger than a Netflix show. Yeah. So it's, it's all about pivoting. It's all about pivoting and it's all, if you can keep vision in front of you, I think you're going to win in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so important. Ladies, I'm going to talk to you about something you might not think about with the pandemic. But at the start of everything with Corona, leading brands and retailers canceled orders of over $2 billion worth of completed clothes in countries like Bangladesh with no payment. This resulted in over 1.2 million garment workers losing their jobs and 928 million garments potentially ending up in a landfill. Imagine if you could buy those clothes at a discount, support the factories and workers, and save these goods from potentially landing up in landfills in the process. This is exactly what LostStock.com allows you to do. For as little as $45, you can buy a box of at least three items from these canceled lines directly from the factory. In a twist on normal shopping, the contents of your box are a complete mystery, with you being able to select some style preferences such as size, age, and preferred color scheme. Most importantly, for every box bought, Lost Stock provides a week's worth of support to a Bangladesh family through their NGO partner, the Sajida Foundation. When the company launched in May, they had a target to sell 10,000 boxes in the first month and 50,000 by the end of the year. After four months, they've now sold 116,000 boxes. That means they've gathered 116,000 weeks worth of support for families impacted by this horrible situation and saved nearly 400,000 pieces of clothing from landfills. The products in each box were canceled by brands due to COVID-19, and so far the boxes have featured products from over 25 different brands. Delivery is approximately six to eight weeks because of the pandemic, but for every box bought, remember you are supporting a family for a week. So head to loststock.com live well to do some good and buy a box of clothes to support a family at the same time. Again, that's loststock.com slash live well to be able to support these families and get some fun stuff while you're at it. And for you as an Enneagram seven, like you said, like you have all kinds of different businesses, all kinds of things you're pursuing all the time. Like, is that do you sit down and think that out and map out your goals or is it just kind of like that abstract, I have this vision that I am working towards and I'm going to just keep moving forward kind of thing? Well, I, you do have to do what works for you. And, and for some people that's lists and checklists and all that. And, and for me, I'm more of a free spirit. Yeah. So I, I do thrive in some structure. So know that I need to write a book it's changed and morphed over my first book that I was going to write that I never finished. And so for me, I know I just need accountability. And I think that just takes maturity. Yeah. I have this goal. I'm not very good at doing this on my own. Obviously I tried it, you know, people who do the same thing over and over again and expect (laughs) different results. Yeah. The old phrase, you're psycho. Yeah. So I just acknowledge my weakness and bring along people who can help me. And so if I'm not working towards that every day in some way Mm -hmm. as a priority, then kind of how I map out my day, then I did not accomplish living my best life or how I want to live my life. And I don't like to go to bed like that. I don't want to go to bed. Good job. You watched 14 episodes (laughs) of Schitt's Creek. You know, I mean, like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Do you think that NATO's a three, right? Right. Do you think that that balances out that more free spiritedness in you? 
For sure. I have to listen, self-awareness. My friends, like when I look at, if you do the Enneagram, I'm a seven. Who are the friends that I surround myself with? A lot of threes, a lot of achievers. I'm a three. And (laughs) yeah. And threes tend to need help dreaming. Yeah. So, so they tend to surround themselves with dreamers. Sevens and threes are a great combination because we enjoy each other. We we need each other. So Mm -hmm. he is, he's like, I have 20 ideas before 10 a.m. And he's like, that is adorable. Could you pick two about and I will see if we can make this happen. Yeah. So I have assistants too. Like I have an admin assistant oils business and then I have an admin assistant for just all the other things. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just because I won't get any, I will not make yeah. a website and yeah. I need one, but I won't make one. Yeah. And I'm not going to make a spreadsheet. Yeah. Or a Google form. They're necessary. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And it's That's so not to know about yourself. Right. Yeah. And it's just not like in my head, I think, what's your moneymaker? What's your income yes. producer? What's your gift? And exactly. often your gifts and your moneymaker will go hand in hand and they should. You know, if I have to ask myself, is what I'm doing right now producing income and letting me lean into my gifts? Mm-hmm. But I'm at that stage now. When I was broke, you don't get, you clean your own house, okay? Yeah. You make you learn to make a Google form. You learn it, and yeah. I did all that. But yeah. there just comes a season where you, it's baby steps. It's like mm-hmm. if someone was cleaning my house, that would free me up three hours to yes. create my Instagram or whatever. And yeah, and that's where my money maker is. So. Yeah. For me, I'm like, if it's not bringing me income in some way or building relationships in some way, like I'm out, like I, yeah. you know, I have focused I'm, on that stuff. Yeah. I love that you brought that up that because it was actually one of the questions that I had that you have all these businesses and everything. And I think that women get so burdened by thinking they have to do it all. And it's so important to realize when you come to that point and you can't afford it, like it makes more sense for me to send out a shipped shopper to do my grocery shopping for me or to have someone clean my house or to do those things because my time is better spent doing the things that are I am better suited for and I can afford to have somebody else because my time is also valuable. Well, and it's not like a, I wasn't making a bunch of I, early on in my business ventures and but mm-hmm. I still found a way to I just sacrificed I didn't go yeah. buy a new pair of jeans a new piece of camera equipment for my photography business yeah. like my birthday money I saved and I spent on my business yeah and and it gave me life and was life-giving and I enjoyed building that business so I'm not saying don't have any fun yeah but if you're if you're really serious about being a professional and you have big goals but to me, what I find interesting is the huge disconnect between I have these huge goals and I want to make $10,000 a month on this business that I'm into, but I'm only going to spend one hour yeah. a week on it and my um, budget on this. Yeah. I yeah. never, you know, I'm just, I don't understand. I'm like, your goal does not match your sacrifice or your work ethic yeah. or the hours, you know, there's a big disconnect there. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I think that's really wise for people to keep in mind as they are taking on business ventures and, and to manage their expectations and what they're willing to invest for sure. Totally. What does a typical day look like for you as a business owner of all these different things, entrepreneur, social media, like what, how does a day typically play out for you? Well, I wake up. I'm not an early riser. Um, my husband is the early riser and loves getting up. He loves getting the kids to school and doing all that. And I've actually been kicked out of the morning routine. <laughs> so, and guys, this is a big privilege because I used to wake up, get the kids ready and take them to school and then spend my free time. So just know that you're listening to a very different season of, yeah, I have older kids. Yeah. I've worked for this freedom. And now my husband and I, we yeah. just now kind of lean into where our gifts are. So I wake up, 
probably at like 7.30 or 8, and um, I will kiss the kids goodbye sometimes. Sometimes I don't. It depends on the night if we had a kid wake up and all the things. But Sure. Um, and then I will and listen to a podcast of some sort to get my energy going, or I'll just be quiet. It's good. Let my mind kind of think of ideas. And then um, I'll come back with some kind of wonderful, amazing idea you know, my business partner about, or my husband, and they're like, LOL, no. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I'll check in on social media and all that. You know, my kids are in school, so I have, I have time. Yeah. Um, and, and this is where I do a lot of work is in my direct messages. I try to connect with, you know, hundreds of messages in there of just questions or what was that or I disagree with you or um, that was funny or you know whatever um, I'll sit down if I have an assignment to write for my coach I'll write a little bit I'll I always try to write something every day just because that's it's my gift it, right I like to write and um, I also just want to say too like it drains me a lot mm -hmm. so just because it drains you doesn't mean it's not your gift. And I've learned that like, that's just a, something I've learned along the way. Yeah. Um, and then I try to just exhaust myself in every way working so that when my kids get home at about three 30, I can just fully engage with, with their lives and homework and how was your day? And, you know, there's always something. And then evenings dinner, i try to make dinner or we'll figure that out, go out to eat or I don't know. It's like a scrounge. I'm like, yeah. tonight is cereal with these little hot dogs that I found. <laughs> and then, Good combination. And, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm with my husband all day. So we ch chitty chat through the day, but we love watching the world news together at night. Like old people, we record it and then watch it. And <laughs> That's funny and drink our tea and if it I mean if it, unless it's a weekend I'll have I'll have wine in hand but if it's yeah. a weekday we're just drinking our tea like nerds and we'll chat about life and this is when you know you have to work really hard to engage mm -hmm. if you're married and say like hey how was your day like was there anything sad that happened today I noticed this today um tell me about, you know, what gave you life today. We try to be like intentional about calling yeah. even like, Hey, I saw you really come to life today when you did this. Like we, our pillow talk does not really revolve around children. Nice. Um, we do that enough through the day. So yeah. just trying to engage each other's soul a little bit. And by then we're just so exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. New day. I don't know. I mean, I love it. Ask, if you ask like how many people do you interact with on a normal day? I mean, just online grids. Yeah. Hundreds of people. And it's exhausting, but it's like, I love it. And it's life giving and yeah. it's my job. I love it. Well, okay. It's been so fun to have this conversation with you. And I want to wrap it up by asking you my stock questions. Okay. Ready? Okay. The first one, it's going to be silly because I'm pretty sure I already know the answer, but candles or essential oil diffuser? Oh my gosh. Don't yeah. even get me started. Stop <laughs> inhaling petroleum-based products. <laughs> All right. Cloth napkins or paper? Okay. I want to be, I have so many cloth napkins and aspirations to <laughs> use them every night. And I do use them for special occasions, but we use a dish towel. We don't even use paper towels. We pass around a dish towel as my Texan roots have taught me. <laughs> All righty. City or country? If I don't go to New York quarterly, I feel like my soul gets stuck in a deep dark place I just freaking love a really busy city and I would not have said that about myself four years it. ago but I love it okay paper or digital I work digital but I love paper and I need it paper okay. is my friend yeah shopping would you rather do it online or in the store <laughs> I I would rather go to the store. I love really, even I love though you stores. do like shipped and all of that. You love the store. 
yeah, I miss it. Like I okay. like sometimes I just need to go to Target. Well, that question's coming at the end because <laughs> we do right. Target run from you. <laughs> but okay, it's four o'clock. You're making dinner or whatever time you make dinner, and you need a mental break. Do you listen to a podcast or music? We have a record player, and I will Aww. pull a record out that I buy at thrift stores for one dollar. It's like literally the best investment. And to like Kenny Loggins, so I will <laughs> I will kick it old school with a little. I have like Billie Holiday. I'll just you know, is there anything better? Love it. That I'm not connected to any electronics, and it's like yeah. besides your record player. But you know, it can't talk back to you. So that's true. I love it. That's super fun. Okay, chocolate, milk, or dark? <sighs> Let's go. I'm an old lady now, so we're going to go dark. Okay. Sports or no sports? I like to say um, go sports. And okay. You know what? I'm happy for you guys. I'm happy that you I'm and beat up on a field. For me, it's a no. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Okay, live broadcasting. Would you rather broadcast or watch? Uh, I, I like a good bit of both, but okay. I find myself in the position of broadcasting more than yeah. the other way. Okay. What is your favorite movie? I don't even like this question because I, I love movies. I know. So. It's so broad. It kills people every time. I know. I feel like this is an actually rude question, and you should give people <laughs> at least four days to think about this for the movie buffs. I love I just love a good classic film or like a Wes Anderson. I have a very oh. strange, very strange yeah. taste. But I will say, like, if you say – you have to watch a movie right now. I would probably watch like You've Got Mail. Oh, yes. Amen. I just love it. Any Nora, yeah. Nora Ephron film, yeah. get in my brain. Yep. Yep. And there's, it's so quotable and the music. It's like my favorite fall soundtrack. So good. Listen. Sleepless in Seattle. I mean, also a good one yeah. for fall. Yeah, true. Okay, if you were to put yourself on the crunchiness spectrum where zero is totally not crunchy and 10 is like singing Kumbaya by the fire with your legs unshaven and dreadlocks in your hair, no. where are you on the spectrum? Oh, you lost me at leg <laughs> unshaven, but yeah. I would maybe a seven. Okay. I, I like queso, you know, and that's yeah. classic too. So yeah. you gotta have your, <laughs> you gotta be reasonable. But then I'm always like trying to talk to people about their gut at a party. So it's like, <laughs> you gotta acknowledge where you're really at. Yeah, I agree. Okay. And the final question, this one is just special for you. When can we expect your next target run? Guys, I've been so disappointed with the Target situation. You go in and it's like the shelves are empty. Yes. It's crazy. I, it's like I have nothing to talk about. Yeah. It's crazy. It is literally a wasteland. I don't know what to do. So I started going to thrift stores instead because I'm like, this is a never-ending joyful True. thing. And but everyone's been cleaning out their house during COVID. <laughs> And I am happily scooping up all their stuff as a hoarder. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just bring it to my house. <laughs> I will take that weird figurine. Thank you very much. Uh, well, Jamie, it has been so much fun and just life-giving to hear your perspective on so many different things. Thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was fun. I'll have to have you back again sometime. Do it. All right. Bye. had so much fun having Jamie on the show, getting to have a conversation with her for an hour. I hope you had just as much fun listening to it. Of course, we will have all of the show notes at MackenzieCoppa.com. Just click on podcast and you'll be able to find the show notes really easily, or you can just swipe up right here in whatever app you are using to listen to the podcast and it will have all of the show notes right there for you. Ladies, I do want to make a little bit of a plug though. If you head over to my website, which you can do on mobile or on a computer, you will find a sponsors and affiliates page. On that page, you will find links and deals to all kinds of different companies, products that I legitimately use and love, plus Amazon. You can click on that little Amazon link and buy anything your heart desires, and you will be able to send us a little bit of credit without it costing you a dime more. And you guys, I've curated lists of all of my favorite things on Amazon from 
home decor to makeup to skincare to the things that I love for my dog. We are even putting together Christmas lists before next week with Amazon Prime Day. So when you go to buy your stuff for Amazon Prime Day, would you do me a little favor and head over to MackenzieCoppa.com first and click through on my Amazon link. Like I said, you don't even have to buy anything that I recommend. Just going through that link gives me a little bit of a kickback and it's a huge help to us here at the show. So be sure you do your Amazon Prime Day shopping through MackenzieCoppa.com and be sure to be looking for those curated lists that I've put together if you would like my recommendations. Speaking of recommendations, I gotta do my little this, not that, or I don't really remember what I called it, you guys, and somebody reminds me every week and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. That's what I named this portion of the podcast, but then I get here to do it and I I don't have the foggiest idea what I actually called it. So if somebody wants to remind me again, maybe I'll actually write it down and we'll have some consistency at the end of the show from now on. But I do want to give you my favorite recommendations for the week, you guys. So my this thing. I've actually been really hesitating and resisting updating my iPhone for about the past six months because of the corona everything and whatever, but I actually did the most recent update when they went up to iOS 14, and I gotta say, I'm in love. I'm so excited about it. I love how I've been able to customize all of my screens with my widgets, and it automatically shows me the thing that's most relevant to me at that time, and like all the goodness. It's like so bougie. You guys, I love having my phone be all tricked out. It's really fun. And so I am going to say I recommend it. It's been pulling up pictures that I didn't even remember of my kids and videos and all kinds of stuff that I normally just completely forget about. I don't go back and look for it, but it has been so fun to have it right there in the forefront on my phone. It tells me good morning and the temperature when I get up in the morning. It's it's pretty cool. So I got to say I'm going to recommend it. The thing that I'm not going to recommend, the thing that is not that uh, would be the show Emily in Paris on Netflix. Now, I am here to tell you that I went ahead and thoroughly watched the entire thing for you just to verify how bad it was. I was also alone all weekend long, and it was set in Paris, so I watched it anyway. But I am here to tell you, it's terrible. The script is bad, the acting is bad, the directing is bad, pretty much everything about it is bad, Um, So don't waste your time. Don't waste your time like I did. You've got better things that you can be doing with your time. Go read a book about Paris. I can make you some great recommendations of books about Paris, but don't bother with Emily in Paris. All right, ladies, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for hanging with me, for letting me be a part of your life. We've got a lot of fun things coming up throughout the month of October. I can't wait to be sharing them with you. I can't wait to see you over on my YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com slash Mackenzie Kappa. Find me there. Make sure to subscribe. And until next week, go be bold and gracious. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.